Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. Wealth is more than just money, where you will hear leading professionals share expert advice on how to become financially free, generate wealth, and legacy wealth. If you want to discover how to enhance your money mindset through strategies, tools, and techniques, then this is the podcast for you. Your host, Paul Lawrence Van, is a financial coach, two-time number one international best-selling author, course creator, and he has been assisting clients to enhance their understanding of money management to become debt-free, discover ways to build wealth, and to generate legacy wealth for over 18 years. Will you be next? Here is your host, Paul great Lawrence evening, Van. Great evening, everyone, and I hope that everyone is doing fine on this beautiful day, uh, which is January the 12th. And we have an awesome show today here on Wealth Academy Podcast. And of course, you know our mantra, wealth is more than just money. And our guest today is Armin Gunter. He hails from Jacksonville, Florida. I want to welcome him right now. And I'll talk a little bit more about this episode. Armin Gunter, my friend, how are you doing? Paul Van, it's just so good to be with you, my friend. Uh, it's been a minute, but uh, glad, to, glad to link back up, man, and just hold a great conversation and be able to fellowship with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And one of the things that Armin is going to be talking about, which I believe that we all look at this time of year, everybody look at New Year's resolutions. But what Armin is going to share with you today is this, is that we don't really need a resolution. We need a lifestyle change, Day, good daily habits for our mind, body and spirit. We want to take care of that temple. And that's what he's going to be talking about today. He's going to be talking about, again, health and wellness, and how to live a high-performance life. But before we get started, I want to go over his bio with you so you can learn more about him, but we're going to have a great time. Now, Armin Gunter, CEO of Age 3 LLC, he's going to talk to you about that a little bit later on. And then he's also a, a renowned author and an acclaimed speaker, motivational speaker, and he talks to organizations, major organizations and individuals. He has some programs that really transform the lives of people. And really at this time of year, that's exactly what a lot of people need. And he's the author of several books and he's gonna talk about those today. And he provides some high performance training and he helps everyone to look at not only the mental, the physical, but also life success. And so that's what we're gonna talk about today. And without further ado, Armin Gunter, my friend. My man, Welcome. Paul Van, brother, Paul <laughs> Van. <laughs> we've known each other for a long time, and uh, we're going to share some of that with you today as well. But yeah. Paul, let's start out by talking about what was the genesis, that spark, that inspiration that moved you to become the legend that you are as a track and feel. Let's talk about how you got started with that and how it ultimately evolved into you as in the corporate, leading your own business as an entrepreneur? Well, it's kind of crazy. You know, growing up, man, I was just very athletic. But to me, it was just what you did. Like all of my cousins were really good in basketball, football and track and field. And uh -huh. I'm just this little cousin trying to fit in. You know, they, they uh -huh. were three, six, four, six, five. And sure. and um, so I always grew up, you know, in sports. And so I played football, basketball, ran track in uh -huh. high school. Uh, you know, all state, all everything and those things. But I was really one of those guys who were a nerd. You know, I, I was just uh -huh. really nerdy. I, I never missed a day of school, um, uh -huh. kindergarten through 12th grade. Uh, so I like to say I was a bit of a superhero. You know, a superhero is one of those guys that's pretty nerdy, 
but then they have these physical <laughs> attributes uh, that they can put into play. Um, and so basically what happened was, you know, I get all these scholarship offers for football and uh, that's really what I wanted to play, you know, I, and, and I, I love that game. And my mother was like, nah, you're not playing college football. <laughs> like, like, that's not going to happen. I don't so, want to get hurt. <laughs> exactly, you know. And so her thing was, look, you know, just choose choose another sport. I mean, you know, you have offers in other sports, and academically you're solid. Um, so, I, so I ran track, you know, and, uh, and it was one of those things that, you know, in college when I ran track, I did very well. But, you know, in my heart, it wasn't what I really wanted to do because I really wanted to play football, right? And, uh, and sometimes, you know, what I learned from that whole experience was sometimes the thing that you think, you know, you need and that you love isn't isn't uh -huh. isn't that at all. Um, because once I, you know, finished my, my college career, you know, I took six uh -huh. years off and, right. and was what I call just a regular guy went out into the corporate world. But then at age 28, uh -huh. you know, I decided that, look, man, I, I didn't really, you know, get all that I could out of track and field. I kind of sold myself short. And so I'm one of the few people I think that really got a second chance. And um, and I came back and I I, I just really really trained hard and uh, went on to be one of the fastest people in the world for 200 meters and uh, you know went to seven ran in seven different Olympic stadiums around the world and uh -huh. 15 different countries. And and what's crazy, you know, I went to a high school and we didn't have a track. <laughs> yeah, so I laugh and go, you know, I went from that to running into all of these Olympic stadiums around the world. Uh -huh. And, and you know, I came back and went back into corporate America. And at age 35, it was like, wait a minute, you know, I've, I've experienced, you know, uh -huh. literally going around the globe. And, and, and there's there's a lot of stuff on the inside of me that I really want to share, you know, outside of, of corporation. And, and one of the things was I just couldn't get over how, you know, in the corporate atmosphere, people would tell you, well, that's not my job. And I'm going... Uh -huh. Wait, wait a minute, we all getting paid, right? <laughs> you, you know, so it's everyone's job. And, and, and you know, growing up, uh, I grew up in a very small town. Uh -huh. And uh, we had a little farm. And, you know, on the farm, man, look, it teaches you if you don't produce, you don't eat. Exactly. And, and the yeah. cows don't feed themselves and the hogs don't right. feed themselves. And, and exactly. so for me, it's everybody's job, right? That's right. Uh, because we're really all in this together. And, and that's kind of what really sparked me to go out and, and to really start doing what I'm doing. And, and what I love about what I do is uh -huh. I have the best of all worlds, right? So I get to work with student athletes um, from elementary to professional. And then I get to speak for some of the biggest organizations in the world. So I actually think I get to see it on the front end, but I also get to see it on the back end. Exactly. Um, and so that kind of became my thing to where uh, it's more than like trying to maximize a person's potential. I want to maximize their floor and their floor is their foundation. Exactly. How do we pour a foundation in which people can build anything they want to stand. So, so that's, you know, uh, February 18th to be 24 years that I've been out uh -huh. here, you know, just, <laughs> just doing this thing and uh, you know, four books later and, and, exactly. and uh, Speaking. You know, we, we still, we still moving brother. We still moving. And growing. Oh yeah. And um, let's tell them now about how we met. Uh, you know, I had just uh, retired from the air force in 2002 yeah. And uh, we, I think it may have been your first National Speakers Association. It was. As it, well, was right? it was actually, you know, I started my company in 1998. Yeah. And, um, and then I was being mentored by Pat Williams. Right. Who was the senior VP of the Orlando Magic. Correct. And so in, in, in about 2002, when I met you, I uh -huh. was actually in Orlando you know, yeah. doing some things with Pat. Uh -huh. and, uh, and so I go to the National Speakers Association. 
and, uh, and, and there you are, right? Exactly. And, and the thing about that is, you know, we just kind of connected and we've oh, stayed yeah. connected two decades later. Which exactly. Is, when, exactly. I, when I think about that, I'm like, wow, that's, that's, that's a long time. That's a long time. Absolutely. But, but you don't forget good people. That's true. Very true. true. That's Very my true. thing. You, you, you don't get, you know, forget good people. And uh, I've always been, been the person who said, look, I like to pick my team. Yes. And I want to be around positive people and people that are just moving in the right direction. And more importantly, people that are serving other people. Exactly. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what we're really here to do. Uh, so so meeting you there was was like amazing. You know, well, number one, it's like, look, if you retire from the Air Force, I knew you were disciplined. I knew oh, you yeah. were focused. I knew you knew how to be dedicated. So I'm like, yeah, OK, <laughs> this is a guy that I will hang out with right here. Oh, yeah. This guy certainly has. And yeah. we've never looked back, which I think is just no. great because we were doing our thing. We have different uh, areas, topic areas, but still the best of friends. So let's talk a little bit about and, and go back just a little bit about track and field. You're a two-time trials qualifier, the track yeah. and field, Olympic trials for track and field. How has that experience shaped you? Of course, you had uh, seven, uh, I think you said seven, 15 uh Tracks that you ran on Olympic. Yes. Yeah, so, well, I went. I, I ran in seven different Olympic stadiums seven around Olympic the world. Stadium. You know, exactly. I, ran in, I ran in like fifteen different countries. Exactly. Um, you, you know, the, the biggest thing about track and field is it's one of those things to where I always tell people you you can't cheat track and field. The yeah. old doesn't lie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Two hundred meters is two hundred meters. You can't run one ninety nine. And, uh -huh. and, and the other thing about track is practice doesn't count. Yes. You know, it's what you can do on meet day. It's how you that perform. Day. Can you execute? Uh, so for me, that was that was the biggest thing. Not only that, there's 22 different events in track and field. Yes. And so, so when I was running, you know, I'm like, wait a minute. Track and field encompasses every body shape and, and size. It does. But yeah. the other part about it is it doesn't it doesn't really matter that me as a sprinter, I don't really understand why distance runners want to run that long. Exactly. We still had to cheer for each other because it uh -huh. was about, you know, th their their effort determined whether the team won. I mean, exactly. because you're trying to score all of these points and, and 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 try to win. So that's the biggest thing from track and field is is it really, if you think about it, it encompasses everyone, and you really have to encourage everyone to be successful. Sure. You know, Absolutely. it's not just about you. And the other thing is, it's just about effort. Yes. You know. Uh, every every week you have an opportunity to do what we call PR, personal yeah. record, be better. Exactly. Uh -huh. and, and, and I always say, you know, if you if you PR and someone beat you, you did great because you, you were better than you were the week before. Um, and, and so that's what I learned. What I really learned was, it, you know, success should be defined by you. Correct. And, and so I came up with this thing that I call the ABE principle, A-B-E. You okay. know, if you, if you have a good attitude, and, and you have good behavior and yeah. you give 100% effort, that's pretty uh -huh. much all you can do. That's true. And, and if you true. can do that consistently and if you do that daily, you never lose. Absolutely. You never lose. And, Think and about it. And if I got a positive attitude and yeah. I'm making the best decisions I can with the information that I have and uh -huh. I'm giving 100% effort every day, man, how can I lose? Yeah. And, and, and so that's really what track and field taught me. It taught me to have courage. I mean, because think about it, you're, you're out there running every single day, which people like, why would you want to push your body to that level, right? And in the end, you might not get what you're chasing. 
That's very true. That's very you true. Know, so, because so, really, what, what I tell people is, it's not so much about who the competition is, it's more about who the clock is. That's because, right. Because basically yeah. what's that's happening, you're going against the clock. <laughs> that's it. That's who you're racing. Yeah. I that's mean, it. again, you're, you're, and the clock doesn't lie. It doesn't and, and lie. Again, yeah. That's another thing about track and field that, that, you know, I really love. You know, at the end uh -huh. of the day, you get to see whether you put it in. But not only do you get to see that, but the world gets to see that. Absolutely. Um, and, and so what I really learned to, to do is, and matter of fact, it's the tagline for my company is okay. every day is game day. Yes, absolutely. Every day is game day. Like, like when you wake up. Uh, every day's game day. And and, yeah. and that's the thing that track and field taught me probably more than anything. I mean, um, being one of the fastest people in the world, well, that doesn't hurt either. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But, but you know, it was a lot of hard work. The philosophy you pass on to your clients as well, yes. those who you work with and showing them uh, high performance, uh, not only on the track, but also in life. Well, because think about it, Paul, at the end of the day, we're playing the biggest game of all, life, all of us. And, and, and one of my philosophies at age is this, everyone's an athlete. Everyone's an athlete because we're all playing the game of life. And so whether you decide to select yourself in or out, it's totally on you. You can exactly. be a spectator or you can compete at it. But at the end of the day, this game goes on and, and you are a part of it. Uh, so our philosophy is how do we help people um, and how do we inspire people to just want to give effort, yes. to give 100% effort, to be the best versions of themselves every single day? How do we help them pour foundation, which mm -hmm. will withstand anything that they want to build? Exactly. And to do that, it just takes courage, right? Wow. Um, and, and, and so part of being a speaker, and you know this, is that words matter. They words do. matter because, because with words, you can inspire people to go on and be better than they ever thought they could be. And when you could take those words and put forth the right action, I mean, it's game on, brother. It's game on. Absolutely. And let's talk a bit about the pandemic. Of course, we know that has shifted the atmosphere for yes. everyone around the globe. How does your program uh, and what did you encounter with people when the pandemic came along? Because people are struggling with it. And they're saying, okay, how do I best maximize my physical condition? Because it's really all about that immune system. Yes. How do your programs yes. help people to, to be transformed uh, through this pandemic, which we're still going through? I mean, this thing is not oh. going away. Well, and, and that's the thing. You know, it, what's so crazy about when the pandemic, you know, first came about, it was one of those things where, you know, I kind of was like, man, I think I've I've trained my whole life for this particular moment, right? Exactly. Because we had people who, who now, what do you do? What do, what do you do when you, you can't go out and do the things that you need to do? Exactly. Uh, so for me, my company has always been about mental toughness, like, yeah. like helping people to, to, to be able to tap into their mental fortitude to be, become anything they want to be. Uh -huh. And so it goes back into my philosophy on fitness. Most people you know, thought they had to go to a gym uh, most, most people think that workouts are hour long and they got to be grueling. And yeah. so what the pandemic did was it exposed us, right? It exposed uh -huh. us to there's some myths about about being fit that we totally missed the boat. Yes. But me being a country boy, uh -huh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> listen, man, my high school didn't have gym equipment and all that stuff. Right. Uh -huh. uh, so for me, it was like, look, your house is your gym. You, yeah. you know, and, and the beautiful thing about that is, is that it takes away all excuses. 
Because yep. every morning you can do push-ups, you can do sit-ups, you can run in place, you can do squats. So it, it you know, yeah. Me, yeah. fitness is a lifestyle. It and, is. And it's something that, you know, you should be able to sustain no matter what happens, right? Exactly. Uh, so with the pandemic, you know, that's what happened. Pe people found themselves indoors and like, right. so what do we do? You know, what do we do now? Now we're snacking, we're eating the things that we probably shouldn't be eating. But it goes back to the foundation that we didn't have prior to this, right? We weren't disciplined, we weren't focused, and we just took things for granted. Exactly. I think that's the biggest thing, right? We took a lot of things for granted. And so for me, you know, with my student athletes, um, I, I always tell them, look, the best athletes always made at home. Yes. They're Absolutely. always made at home. It's the people that do those extra things when no one's looking. Those are the people that at the end of the day, they put it down. And, and so I have a little simple thing that I do with them that I do with everyone. I said, okay, imagine this. If you woke up every morning, uh -huh. you did 15 push-ups, sure. 15 sit-ups, uh -huh. 15 squats, and 15 tricep dips. And then when you came home from work, uh -huh. you did the same thing. And before you went to bed, you did the same thing. Now that's only going to be about 20 minutes of your life. And that's really, exactly. right. That's time well invested. But that's 45 push-ups, 45 sit-ups, 45 tricep dips, 45 uh -huh. squats. And if you did that Monday through Friday, that's 225. That's if right. you did it for a month, it's 900. Exactly. If you did it for a year, it's 10,800. That's more than some people do in a year. That's that's what I'm saying. So so it's like uh -huh. literally 20 minutes a day. I've literally worked you from head to toe. Exactly. You know, we, we've hit your upper body. We we've got with your core. You uh -huh. know, and, and we worked on your legs. And so when when you start to do that, right now, when I become a discipline in one area, I can become disciplined in other areas. Exactly. Now I can say, look, I'm not going to eat those chips. Uh huh. I'm not going to eat after eight o'clock. Right. I'm going to drink more water. Right. I mean, so they, yeah, it's like, so how do we help people create little wins? I think that's the other part of it. Exactly. Um, when it comes to health and wellness, it's about little wins. Yeah. And, you know, one size doesn't fit all. And so you have to decide what, what, what what's going to be your buttons. Yes. What buttons do you need to push in order for you to get it done? And, and one of the best things you can do is you got a journal, you know, yeah. And here at Age, we actually created an athletic journal uh -huh. that you can purchase, you know, from our website that sure. that allows you to track what you eat, to track your workouts, uh -huh. to track your thoughts during the day. Uh, so, you know, we you know, we just worked on how do we come up with programs that are really sustainable? Absolutely. That no matter, that no matter who you are, like you can do this. You know, I mean, some of my clients are you know, in their 60s and 70s, and some of my clients are eight and nine uh, years old uh, when it comes to health and wellness. And, uh, and and we all, if we just give that effort, yes, we get to where we need to be. So, I mean, but that's the, you know, track and field is what really taught me all of that, right? Oh, if I wanted to compete at the highest level, I mean, I, I had to know what I was putting in my body. I had to do the work. I had to show up. Uh, and, you know, I had to give 100 percent effort, even on days when it was just tough. Um, so so I just kind of took all of those things that I learned mm -hmm. really from from sports in general, but definitely track and field. And, yes, and because, uh, uh, sports, sports it actually have so many like lessons oh. uh, that people can take. Now, let's talk about uh, H3 LLC. What is its mission and who is your target market and how do you serve them? 
you know what's so crazy is so so we literally just changed the company name this year. It was <laughs> like oh my god, I'm motivates. And uh-huh. uh, but but the reason we went with age three is because we started doing a podcast, and uh-huh. and when we were talking and clients are asking us, especially about health and wellness, right? Or uh-huh. even for me to come in and speak on leadership and teamwork. One exactly. of the things that I would often say is, you know, it's you just got to experience it, right? So yes. it became the Almond Gunner experience. So when you look at age, the AGE, uh-huh. you know, it's the Almond Gunner experience. Experience, exactly. But realistically, the age really stood for something else, which okay. was athletes growing exponentially. Got it. Yes. And so as I'm looking at that, I go, look, the only way that athletes can grow exponentially is you have to always give effort. Yes. So you can take age and it really means three things, right? Sure. Uh, to be a part of the Almond Gunner experience, you have to always give effort and then you are an athlete growing exponentially. Uh-huh. And so that's how that all came about. Yes, because I've seen, I, I saw some of your testimonials. You've had several athletes that you work from from different fields as well. Sports. Yes, I mean, well, again, the beauty of what I do, right? When you think about uh, speed, agility and mental toughness, Sure. Whatever sport you play, you gotta have those things. You gotta right? have them. So, <laughs> so, so be a sacrifice. <laughs> that's right. So, so because look, at the end of the day, they're gonna take the fastest athlete. Uh huh. You know, the most agile athlete, fastest athlete, strongest athlete, mentally tough athlete. That's what coaches are looking for. But uh-huh. that's also what the game of life is looking for. So, uh-huh. you know, when when I dial it back and go, look, we've probably put about eleven hundred kids through college playing uh-huh. ten different sports. Uh, we have professional athletes. I mean, most people know Derrick Henry. He plays exactly. for Tennessee yes, Titans. Uh-huh. He won the Heisman in 2015. Exactly. Most people know Carly Lloyd. I mean, she was the soccer player in the world uh-huh. uh, and just recently retired. I mean, so we have tons of student athletes that are, that are just doing big things, which then, right, they go off into the world and continue to do those big things just because of all the things they've learned. Um, through athletics and through our program and, and how we do it, you know, because what we like to say is we don't build pro athletes. We build pro people. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah we build pro people. We, we yeah, build it's, people. It's, uh, it's, it's bigger than football. Oh, it's way bigger than that. Yeah. You know, to me, this, this thing all boils down to serving others. Yes. You know, my, my mother, my mother uh, did an incredible job of helping me to really understand that uh-huh. in this life, yeah. Um, your true legacy should be one that that centers around service. Yeah. And, and so that's our philosophy. Our philosophy is and, and I know that if, if, I, if I help people be the best versions of themselves uh-huh. and really find their passion. And you know this. Right. Oh, yeah. We're in there. It's going to be serving because when yeah. you really find what it is you're here to do. Trust me, it's going to be serving others. It's, yeah. it's and, and that service, the service always comes back to. Oh, no doubt. And it comes back exponentially. No doubt. I've no done doubt. some things for people that I didn't think anything would come of it, and it actually just exploded. It's like, wow. And it's all about being there. Well, and, and, and that's what I mean, you know, when we were talking earlier about words matter. Yes. You, what you do really matter because, you know, as speakers, like sometimes, you know, we go in and, and we do what oh, we yeah. do. And, and then, you know, a month later, two months later, you get an email from someone who happened to hear you speak to go, hey, I just want you to know that this changed me. This helped me do this. this and, 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 you know, so that's why I always tell people, look, pay attention, uh-huh. you know, make sure you're saying what it is you truly want to say and always get up, give effort. Because uh, 
our, our quote actually this week, you know, at our mental moment Monday, I do quotes, you know, every, every Monday now, uh -huh. um, was by Mary McLeod Bethune that oh, says, yeah. you know, invest uh -huh. in the human soul. Yeah. Because you don't know it may be a diamond in the rough. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so, so that's, that's and, really and, where we are, man. And Miss Bethune, she was a good friend of my great, great, great aunt, Dr. Charlotte Hawkins Brown. They okay. were good friends. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know me being in Florida. Yeah, it's only 80 miles from me. And matter exactly. of fact, my, I have I have a niece that mm -hmm. is in her junior year at Bethune Cookman University, yeah. right as we speak. Yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> talk to her this morning, actually. Yeah, I almost teach ROTC at the high school down there. Okay. But I, All right. I, I went down and they interviewed me and I, I stopped on the at the at the high school, then I went to the campus because one of my aunts, one of her college classmates, taught there. Okay. She's a professor there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh -huh. Yeah, BCU man. Yeah, right just water right down the road, <laughs> right, right down the road from. Me. Uh huh. Uh huh. So let's talk about uh, your uh, speaking. Now you're a claimed speaker and author. Let's talk about uh, some of the organizations you've spoken to, and let's talk about your book. Yeah, you know, listen, I when I, when like I said, I met you in 2002, and, and uh -huh. what crazy is uh, when I started my company, really, I was I was consulting. My background mm -hmm. is training and development, really writing, you know, programs centered around customer service and those types of things. I was an executive, you know, at AT&T. Sure. Uh -huh. But what's crazy is, you know, I, I did this thing for the Orlando Magic and right. Pat Williams heard me uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> and, and, and he called me up and he said, hey, listen, you 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 are an incredible speaker. And, and what's really weird about that right so uh -huh. think about it i started my company when i was 35 uh-huh and so here i am with pat williams this this highly acclaimed speaker oh, author and he's written oh, a books telling me that yeah. that you have something inside of you and 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 uh and he really started mentoring me and, and i tell you it, it was that was really the catalyst it was really right. like you know not only having a person like him believe in me but then believing in myself right betting on right. myself and, and so I have now, man, I've, I've spoken, like I said, Orlando Magic, uh -huh. um, the Atlanta Falcons, AT&T, uh -huh. Johnson & Johnson, uh, uh, Thompson Reuters, I mean, uh -huh. Eva Logistics. I mean, the, the list, the list oh, over wow. the last 23 years has, has been incredible. Uh -huh. um, I've done a lot of stuff with different universities. Sure. Um, of course, Florida State University. Uh, absolutely, uh, yeah, I'm a <laughs> Yeah, just just different 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 universities around the country. Lots uh -huh. of high schools, um, and believe it or not, I, I do a lot of stuff for nonprofits. You know, I, I come in, and matter of fact, I have a, a speaking engagement coming up uh, the first of February for a nonprofit. Um, uh -huh. Again, I'm I'm all about giving uh, anything that I can do for veterans. My dad was a vet, a veteran, uh, so I have some stuff coming up with uh, with Wounded Warrior Project. Exactly. Uh huh. So, uh, like I said, man, I, I the, the speaking has, has put me in arenas and taken me places that I would have never dreamed of, but that's all a result of, of tapping into my running and, right. and doing what I can. And, and, and we're having this conversation because yeah. I tell people, I listen to my mother, right? My mother yeah. said, no football, do uh -huh. this. And, and, and by doing that, uh, it's really allowed me to to. To, to touch a lot of people in a lot uh -huh. of different ways and and and, uh, and organizations and you know billion dollar corporations and uh, and I'm just old country boy you know <laughs> <laughs> who who would have thought it who would have thought it? it takes one to know one because I'm I'm right on off that as well you know 
coming up in North Carolina, we had pigs, turkeys, and chickens. And I oh, had yeah. to feed them oh, yeah. and get them eggs in the morning. I had nine brothers and sisters. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so you know the deal. You I know, know the deal. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and again, one of the things that, that Pat did that he really pushed me to do was he said, listen, you need to write a book. Yeah. And again, so I'm, you know, I'm in my 30s. I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? He goes, you need to write a book. You, you've uh -huh. had, you know, some incredible experiences. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, my sophomore year in college, I tore my hamstring. They said I'd never run again. Right. Uh, so for me to come back and achieve the things I achieved, you know, he felt like it was a story that needed to be told. Exactly. Uh, so, so my first book was actually Focus on the Final Seconds and When yeah. the Game of Life, which is that is That's the, the one book I remember. that day when yeah. I met you. It was my exactly. very first book. Uh -huh. And and in that book, what I outlined is I had this winning formula and uh -huh. it was desire, dedication and determination equals maximum velocity performance. Exactly. So you have to square it mentally and physically. It means uh -huh. that you, you got to bring those two things together. Uh -huh. And uh, so that book was actually, you know, my first book and, and, uh, and it, it did very well. Yeah. And uh, since then, you know, it was it was kind of natural to grow from that. My next book was Focused to Win and. And it's exactly. really a how-to book about you, how you look uh -huh. at words and how those words really transform you into what it is you say you want to be. Absolutely. Um, and then, of course, being an athlete, it was like, okay, the, my next book was The Essence of Teamwork. Yes. Which, which is so crazy because when I, when I look at the, the, the last three books, man, people, people like they eat them up uh -huh. uh, because my writing style is a little different. I actually mm -hmm. write a lot like I talk, uh -huh. but in each chapter, Sure. Uh, I, I leave I leave pages for you to jot down notes uh -huh. based on yeah, the chapter. Well. Yeah, and really and really force you to have to look in that mirror. So the essence of teamwork is amazing because the thing about teamwork is this, Paul, is like, <laughs> you know, I, I think differently, but yeah. if you really look at it and if you really mm -hmm. break it down, only about 10%, 15% of all the people in high school sure. play a varsity level sport. Exactly. If you and really today, do that, and today a lot fewer. Yes, <laughs> and, and, but then what happens is, is when you get into corporate America, right? When you go out into the workplace, everybody talks about teamwork. Yeah. And and, and the reason being a lot is usually the CEOs and, v, and vice presidents were former athletes, exactly, or were people who really like you know sports. Sport. So we talk about teamwork. But uh -huh. the reality is, ninety percent, eighty-five percent of the people don't know what that they, they they really don't know what it's they, like they know the word but they don't know the experience exactly they don't know <laughs> that you have to execute this and you're yeah. probably not going to get the credit for it exactly. but the team has to have it to win um yeah. so that was you know the essence uh -huh. of teamwork and and then and then my latest book that came out you know in 2019 uh -huh. uh, which is a book that i could not wait to write you know it had been inside my head forever it's called sure. lead with your life and it's Got a leadership it. book uh -huh. and, uh, and I think that that's really, I mean, if you, you say, hey, what does age really stand for? Age mm -hmm. is really about helping people lead with their life. I mean, yes. you got to be what it is you want the rest of the world to be. I uh -huh. think it really starts with you. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, outstanding. I have a question here that comes from one of the uh, followers that we have here. And her question is, Savita, her question is, she'd like to know if she, you have any tips about being a better speaker. Uh, she's, yeah. in the, she's in the space too with personal development, finances, and so she wants to do more speaking. Well, you know, here's the biggest thing uh, about speaking that that I found is you you got to know what your why is, 
and yeah. you put in the reps about your story. You yeah. know, what makes your story unique? You know, find your niche. You know, I, I think that speaking, you know, it, is broken down into a lot of different categories. Maybe oh, yeah. it's work, maybe it's leadership, Topics, maybe you yeah. have some stuff on customer service, maybe you have something on self-help. But uh-huh. once you find that, then mm-hmm. I think what you have to do is go, okay, so what's my niche? Yes. So, so what do I bring to this space that is really unique? And mm-hmm. how do I help the people that I want to help, right? So, exactly. you know, with, with age, we're like, really, everyone's our client, you know, because again, we're all playing this game of life. Yeah. And and so I, I'm very fortunate, you know, I, I, I'm in this space to where, you know, I get to speak basically for everyone. Uh, but I, but the thing about speaking is you, you got to know your story, know your niche, uh, but also know where the pain of the people is that you're really trying to help. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and then that's how you do it. I mean, that's how you really grow it. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and that's a, a really wonderful way to to look at it because again, you want to look at what their pain points are. Yes. And then yes. you have to have a solution in yes. that speech to help them. Yes. Maybe not everything there. And that can lead to training, consulting. And yes. More. Yes. Yeah. Because again, when you when you really find out what where the pain is, right? Uh-huh. And then you have the credibility, right? Your 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 life, you have led with your life to show that you have credibility in this area. Uh-huh. I think then then it's a home run. I mean, exactly. it's a home run because then you can go in and and literally you're going in just to serve the people, right? That's correct. And That's and correct. if you serve the people, I mean, look, I haven't. I tell people all the time, I haven't had a job in in, in 23 years. I haven't worked yeah. in almost 24 years, bro. If you love what you do, I, I just love what I do. I wake up every morning excited about it and uh, excited about the opportunities. Uh, exactly. And the other thing that I, I would I would say to her is is be patient. I mean, you know this, right? Pat Williams, probably the greatest advice that Pat Williams gave me uh, Uh early on was this. He says, Almond, one day you're going to wake up and be an overnight success 20 years later. Exactly. And that's how it happens. It happens for uh, entertainers, actors. It happens for a lot of people like that. Absolutely. But once they they find what their their core value is and, and what they're really passionate about, and they put... Uh, the purpose, and then they put passion behind that. Yeah, no that doubt. So let's talk just a little bit about um, the immune system and how food also can help people to right eating the right kind of food. But yes. I, I want to kind of look at uh, for people who are because you take a very holistic approach, mind, body, spirit. Yes. And, yes. And so how do you communicate to people? We know we're in this pandemic. How can we do better? You know, we take that responsibility ourselves. Yeah. You know, earlier, you know, I talked about the the power of being able to journal Um, when, when, you know, for me, when when I journal things down, I I say, look, imagine if for if if just for 30 days Uh you wrote down every single thing that you you ate, all of the workouts that you did. And at the end of the day, you wrote down what your state of mind was. Was it a good day? Was it a bad day? If you just did that for 30 days, uh-huh. what will happen is you will find a pattern. You yeah. will see that there's days when you ate certain things that you had more energy. Uh, uh-huh. There's days when you ate more things or worked out a certain way. Uh, you, you, you had a positive attitude. Uh-huh. And so to me, that that is how you tap into your own immune system. Like, exactly. so, so I know 
the things that I need to eat and the things that I need to do to maintain a certain weight. Exactly. I just know I've, I've been, I've been journaling since I was running back in college, you know, almost 40 years ago. Uh -huh. um, and, and I never shied away from that and I pay attention to it. Right. So, exactly. so as I get older, I'm like, Oh, can't do that anymore. Uh -huh. I need to modify this. That, that to me is how you really tap in to your own, uh, immunization right yeah um, like i just know what to put in right i take mm -hmm. my vitamins you know i'm i'm, I'm big uh -huh. i'm big on multivitamins uh -huh. uh, i take my vitamin d my vitamin c um but more importantly what i do is i make sure that i have some me time and what yeah. i mean by that is is every day i'm going to meditate exactly. and every day i'm going to move exactly when, when you movement that's the key to it well, I mean, and, and think about it. If you really think about health and wellness, right? Sure. I always say that when it comes to to really understanding it, uh -huh. you learn everything you need to know within the first year of having a baby. Exactly. A baby, when they're born, they eat every uh -huh. three waking hours. Yes. So up until about six months or so, they're just soft and pudgy and round. Oh. They look like the Michelin tire baby. Exactly. They're putting good stuff in, but it's every three waking hours, right? Exactly. Then all of a sudden they start to crawl uh -huh. and they start to walk. And usually Movement. they're still eating every three waking hours uh -huh. and they're putting in good stuff. And what happens? The weight sheds. Exactly. So I always say, look, <laughs> you, 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 need, you need to eat every three waking hours, put in the good stuff and move. Uh-huh. Have another question coming out of uh, YouTube. And the question is, what are your thoughts on intermediate intermittent fasting? Intermittent fasting. Uh -huh. You know what? Again, see, it goes back to what works for you. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a great, I got a great example of this. So uh -huh. I had a kid who played high school football. Okay. And matter of fact, I used to call him Snacks. Uh -huh. and, and he was about six foot one. Uh -huh. He was 275 pounds. And he's uh -huh. one of the best offensive linemen to ever come out of his high school. Uh -huh. He, he, is at his senior year, he gets some some scholarship offers to play football. And he says uh -huh. to me, he says, hey, coach, I don't think I want to play college football. I think I want to be an engineer. And okay. he was really smart. So he had academic yeah. stuff. I'm like, hey, wh whatever you want to do. And what he did was intermittent fasting. And he's now 195 pounds. And wow. he looks absolutely amazing. And I'm telling you, he took off those 75 pounds uh -huh. in about seven months. Wow. But but what he did was uh -huh. he used all the things that he learned from football and yeah. sports. Yeah. It to life. Exactly. He was yeah. disciplined. He he set his goal. He, uh -huh. he you know he he did he he ate I think between twelve p.m. and eight p.m. That was uh -huh. it. Uh -huh. And and now the kid does Spartan races. Oh, nice. Now that's yeah. that's he, he that's just he just did a half marathon Spartan race. Oh man. So, so, so I've done a half. I've, I've done a half marathon. I'm telling you, when it was over, I was like, "Oh my god, I'll never do this again." But then, I know, like, like, like what about thinking? Like, hours. Yeah, I used to do the. So I really do. I I I believe in intermittent fasting just because huh. I've seen it work. I know exactly. how. It works. And exactly. I think that the real key to it is the, uh -huh. is the same key that's in everything else. You have to be disciplined. Yes. Don't that's talk cool. yourself out of it. Talk yourself yeah. into it. Uh huh. I had an experience um, when I had left the Air Force. I went to work for Mobile Oil Company. They recruited me there in Texas. And um, then I had applied to go into reserves, right? 
And uh, what happened, I ended up receiving a call from the Pentagon one day. And this colonel said to me, hey, we want to bring you back on active duty. I said, really? I said, where will I be assigned? He said, at the Pentagon. And he said, uh, we're going to send you the paperwork. I got the paperwork. The paperwork said, you're going to have to go to San Antonio and you're going to have to get weighed and take your physical exam. Right. Well, I was 30 pounds overweight. I was down there eating that food in New Orleans. That's right. And everything. And I had beefed up, man. And I had three weeks to do it, Almond. And guess what? I had three weeks to lose 30. I lost 33 pounds in three weeks. See, you see, oh, see, yeah. now, 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 Van. Yes. What you did right there is what my grandfather would talk would call real commitment. Oh, and yeah. He would say commitment is when uh -huh. all other options have been cut off. Exactly. Right? <laughs> so for you, look, man, I got about three weeks to get this thing done. Uh -huh. I, I got to get it done. Failure is not an option. They want me back. I want to be back. And, and that's what I tell people. I tell people that, you know, you will get committed when it becomes important to you and not a minute before that. But when it becomes important to you, then then you'll you'll get it done. Yes, absolutely. And we have a response here in the in the uh, comments area. It states, "Talk yourself into it and <laughs> do that." Yes, I mean think think about this, right? Yes. We we all you know for the most part we all have dreams. Yes. And 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 what I've seen over and over and over again is that people seem to put time limits on when they think that certain things should happen. Yeah. And, and so there you're just setting yourself up. For, uh -huh. for, for something bad right and what i say is is when things don't happen in a time frame that you want it to happen or something may go bad or whatever most people talk themselves out of their dreams exactly say, well you know i can't do that well i didn't want to do that anyway and uh -huh. what i'm saying is bet on yourself talk yeah. yourself into your dreams yes. and, and you do that by creating little wins Exactly. And what I did, I, I just had made up my mind, you know, I wanted to, I had asked Mobile to send me back to the East Coast because my mom had gotten real sick and they, they refused to do it. I said, okay, fine. And then all of a sudden, God told us, come and call me. That's and it. I said, well, I said, well, all right. I said, I know how to run. So right. I had a, a, a um, track right down from my house there in, in, in uh, Beaumont, Texas. And I would go to uh, aerobics in the morning and then I would run at night a mile the first day. Then I do weightlifting the next day, and the second day I run two miles. Then the third day I would do hot and cold uh, water yep. treatment, and then I would do aerobics, and then I run three miles. So within that three weeks period of time, I ran ten miles around this track, and I changed my diet. And when I got there, I went to San Antonio that night, night before, and I was close. I was like two or three pounds. I got up yeah. five in the morning. I got on the stationary bike. I ran. Right. And I finally got under that limit. And that's what got me back in the Air Force. Well, you, you know, yeah. again, like I said, what you made a commitment, right? Yes. And, and you bet on yourself. You, you yep. bet on yourself and you talk yourself into this dream versus talking yourself out of it. Think about how many people would be in that very same scenario and just go, it's impossible. Exactly. Like, I can't get this yeah. done. Um, and, and, and so for me, I've just always learned, look, I, I'm talking myself into my dreams. And, and to do that, it's all about who you hang out with, man. Exactly. Show me, show me your friends. I'll show you your future. Exactly. Absolutely. You show me. You show me who you <laughs> hang out with, and I could probably show you how this thing gonna go down. Exactly. Uh, so, so picking your team is just very right. important. I mean, well, you know, for instance, it's like you know we talked about meeting, you know, twenty years ago, right? Uh huh. But when you and I talk, 
Sure. I could not have talked to you for five years. It's like we never missed. Exactly. It's like that's, we never that's missed. Called, that's called a good friendship. That's what. That's it's what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. It's like you oh, know, yeah. you called me last week, and it uh -huh. was like we haven't missed a beat. Exactly. That's and, right. And so, yeah. but you know, so it's important, you know, when you're trying to 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 mentally and physically grow, and when you're trying to really maintain health and wellness, yeah. I mean, your your team is everything. It is. It is everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Armand, we're coming down to the close of our interview. I've had so much fun. I know. Man, this is crazy. Well. This went not too fast, man. I know. And so is there anything else you'd like to share? I do have your contact information here uh, that's on the banner and people can go there, discover more about you. And is there anything else you'd like to share at this time? You have any programs coming up? Uh, your new book? Um, yeah, the, the new book, Lead With Your Life, is, is yeah. an incredible book. It's really about leadership and and, yeah. um, and, and just really being accountable for, for being the person that you want to see the rest of the world be like. I, I think yeah. that first has to start with you. Uh, the other thing that I would say is just always bet on yourself. I mean, know that, know that you have value. Um, you know, one of the things that we talk about is, you know, when, when you don't know your value, you lose your voice. That's right. And, and so what I need you to do is know that you are worth it, uh, that you have value, that you have something to offer. And in that way, you'll speak up. You know, another quote, you know, I, I love quotes because I feel like quotes can inspire you. Uh, yeah. They can inspire you to be the best that you ever thought you could be. And, and some quotes just change your life. Uh, just uh -huh. the mere quote hearing it the first time. Sure. But one of my favorites is, you know, the world will kill you and say you liked it. Exactly. And, and so when you don't know your value, that's what happens. That's right. <laughs> you know, Very it, true. Well, it couldn't have been that bad. You didn't speak up, right? Exactly. Uh, so I just want to encourage people to, to, to first and foremost, to, to understand that you have value. Uh, so therefore, you have a voice and, and you have anything you need to be anything you want to be on the inside of you. Uh, it, it's just it's just information and decision making. You know, if you go to my podcast, uh -huh. We talk about the revolution. What's the name of your podcast? It's the Almond Gunner Experience. Of the course. Gunner, yeah, the Almond <laughs> Gunner Experience podcast. And, and the crazy thing is we, we talk about it all the time on there that the revolution is real. Yeah. The revolution is really information. It is. I mean, yeah. that information is, is more powerful than anything. Yeah. It's what people uh, take in. And, and yes, with, yes. with the pandemic, it's all about that virtual world. Yes. In the virtual world, they share information. Yep. Information. And, and, you know, and so look, take time to take care of yourself. I mean, yeah. you know, you, 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 you gotta love you. You know, we created a program called operation love letter. Yeah. Uh, with, I saw with yeah. With February right around the corner. Uh -huh. I want to encourage you, if you go to my website, sure. you, can, you can click on the operation love letter button and, and uh -huh. we actually have the page. You can download it, write yourself yeah. a love letter. Exactly. Like you got to love you. Like, like right. if you can't love you. How do you expect someone else to? Exactly. Um, so, yeah. I, so I'm big into that kind of thing, man, is that uh -huh. you know, know your value, uh, yes. know, know your worth uh, and be inspired and stay inspired and, and just inspire other people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Almond, I want to thank you so much for being the honored guest. This is not going to be the last time because I definitely want to bring you on other books and everything. Yes. So I want to thank you for being our honored guest today. And for all the people who are listening live and those who are listening also on the archive, uh, check out this particular episode, episode 174 with Almond Gunter and rate and review it on Apple Podcasts 
give it a five star while you're out there because this is actually a 10 star uh, guest here today, but they only go to five. So we're that's all right. That's five. right. Give us five, oh, baby. Five. Give us five. We like that. We like exactly. that. So uh, definitely, uh, I want to thank everyone and uh, all the viewers and listeners, both live and on the archive. Again, I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy Podcast. And don't forget our mantra, wealth is more than just money. So Armin, thank you very much, my friend. And uh, I look forward to having you on again. And uh, I'll see everyone on the next episode of Wealth Academy Podcast. Thank you all so much. Good night. Good night, Armin. Good night, my man. All right. Take Thanks care, for listening to Wealth Academy Podcast. Please subscribe and rate this episode on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. To get you or someone you know assessed for Paul's online financial freedom courses or money coaching, in addition to resources associated with this podcast, email paul at info at paulvanspeaks.com.